Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 127 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to start the show with a quote I'm keeping close to my heart at the moment from the writer George Eliot. It is never too late to be what you might have been. I started this podcast for two reasons, because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hello, I hope you're keeping well. I've been spending lots of time outdoors, been trying to keep well. I don't know if I've mentioned actually on the show before, but alongside skateboarding, I've also taken up stand-up paddleboarding. I say stand-up. At the moment for me, it's really kneel-down paddleboarding. But uh, it's been really interesting learning completely new things. And I've been struggling to keep myself focused on nailing the fundamentals before moving on. You know, I want to do those fancy stuff. But for the past four weeks, I've been trying to nail a particular trick on the skateboard called an ollie, which is where you make the board hop over obstacles and up pavements and things. And it's the foundation of pretty much every other trick you can do. But it's so hard. And um, just like Mr Miyagi, my skateboard coach has broken the trick down into constituent parts and basically for the last month I've been in my back garden repeatedly tapping the ball down with one foot and sliding the other foot up the the other side of the board to get these basic elements right. Goodness knows what the neighbours think. Anyway it struck me that speaking is exactly the same. It's got fundamentals that you have to put the time into and get right and I'm not talking about perfect grammar and getting rid of ums and ahs. You know, I don't think that that's the most important thing. But I'm talking about message clarity, storytelling, talk structure and performance tools. But the thing is this, not a lot of people are prepared to, to do that, to put time uh, and you know invest in the fundamentals, which is why if you're a good speaker, you stand out because there's so many that aren't. So... If you're a listener of this show, I want you to make sure you invest in your speaking because it will be worth it when you're getting the results you want and you're changing lives, inspiring people and, you know, getting, you know, hitting all your goals and dreams, which I believe speaking can do. So there, there we go. Well, anyway, let's crack on. So welcome to part three of this three-part series on the secrets to getting more leads when you speak online. If you haven't yet listened to parts one and two, which are episodes one, two, three, and one, two, five, then do go and do that first and come back. Okay, so assume you've done that. Hello again, or still welcome from the same intro. <laughs> if you if you listen to the first two parts, then good on you. Now let's do a brief recap of where we've got to so far. So in part one, I took you through the seven deadly sins of speaking online. And I explained that the solution to many of these deadly speaking sins and the secret to standing out and making people care and selling online is telling stories. 
And in part two, I shared what I mean by story and the different types you can use when you're speaking to sell authentically to an audience, whether that's a product, service, idea or change. So the big question to answer now is how should you be using those different types of stories to maximize impact engagement and sales when you speak? Well, that's what I'm going to share right here, right now. So you may or may not know that I have an eclectic background of writing, performing, coaching and business. Soon to add skateboarding to that list. Wait and see. But um, in all of that, there are a couple of golden threads that run through it all. One is storytelling and humor. And the other is authentically connecting with and influencing individuals and audiences. But whatever the communication platform I use to speak, whether it's online, offline, podcast, video, webinar, or speaking from the stage, whilst there are some differences in those mediums, there are lots of things that are the same. And there are things that remain vital in all forms of communication to get the results that you want. And these are summed up in what I learned about speaking and marketing from a street performer. So in 2015, I took my first play to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which is very exciting. And whilst I was in Edinburgh, I began watching the street performers because I'd been told they were the ones who made the most money at the Fringe. And at that time, I was really sort of going deep into influencing marketing and sales because my first business had failed because I couldn't sell. So I wanted to find out more about what they were doing. And I loved watching their acts to see how they attracted and connected with the crowd. And one day I decided to just bite the bullet and go and ask one of the most successful ones about it. So as he was packing up his stuff, I walked over the cobbles to the unicyclist and put 10 pounds in his hat. And he said, thanks very much. And I said, do you mind if I ask you a question about your act? And he looked quite chuffed and he said, sure, go ahead. I said, could you tell me the one thing you've learnt that has made you so successful at getting the crowd to give you money? And he stopped packing up and looked at me. And he looked around and lowered his voice. And he said, that would be the Covent Garden credo. And he told me that the street performers had a credo that started in Covent Garden and which had been passed down since the 17th century. And I said, what, what is it? Can you tell me? And he said he shouldn't. But since he'd seen me watching him so often, he'd tell me if I bought him some chips and a beer. And I said, yes, straight away. And we went to a cafe opposite. And, um, and that was when I heard the secret to marketing and speaking success. Do you want to hear it? Cool. Here we go. Make them stop. Make them stay. Make them watch. Make them pay. And when I heard that, I was gobsmacked. Because basically, this simple little rhyme summed up everything that I've been learning about, everything you need to be doing in speaking, pitching and marketing to get the results you want, whether you're on video, on podcast, on webinar or stage or on the street performing in Edinburgh. 
And that street performer's credo had such a profound effect on me that I, I built my speaking coaching programs around those simple principles. And what I'm going to go through with you here is how you use the three different story types I talked about in part two and fit them into those uh, different principles. So as a quick recap, here are the three types. So hooks, they're the shortest stories and they can be just one sentence long. Anecdotes, they're your snackable stories that you can tell in around three minutes or less. Could be longer, could be shorter, but normally around three minutes or less. Then the transformational stories, they're things like your origin story or a case study or a big idea story that illustrates the impact of the product service idea or change that you're trying to sell. So let's start with hooks. So these are the story type you use when you want to make someone stop and look. They should tap into your audience fears, desires, or use curiosity to evoke that, wait, what type of reaction in your audience? Think of newspaper headlines. They are a great example of a hook. And you should be using hooks as titles for your talks, videos, webinars, social media posts, adverts, and blogs. And you can also use them at the start and in the body of your talks and content to keep your audience engaged and make them stay. Now, hooks, or I call them lightning bolts as well. Hooks require you to know your audience so that you are pressing the right buttons to shock them, to make them stop. Okay. Now, alongside the hook, your transformational story is one that you would use early on to demonstrate the value to your audience of them finding out more. Whether that's staying to listen to the rest of your talk, video, webinar, or podcast, or checking out your other content. And this story, this transformational story, talks to the problem and the solution you offer. And done the right way, it gives your audience the big aha moment about your solution that gets people to take the action you want. And many speakers will use their origin story here, although it doesn't have to be. So after you've hooked them, and given them the aha moment with your transformational story, your anecdotes, your snackable stories are great tools to illustrate teaching points and deal with any objections that they might have to keep them engaged and watching. And the thing is this, right? Even if people buy into your big idea, your product service or your change through that transformational story, it's likely they are still going to have doubts about whether it will work for them for a variety of reasons. So using anecdotes about your customers or other subjects will help to show these concerns are unfounded or easy to overcome. So a lot of the groundwork for the final piece of the puzzle, making people pay, will have been done with the first three steps. But a great way to seal the deal is to wrap up with another transformational story that shows what's on offer for them if they take action. There you go. Simple. That's how you use your stories to maximize impact, engagement and sales when you speak. And you know, the reason that I advocate stories, that I go on and on and on about them, especially personal ones, is because as a speaking coach, for me, they are a critical component of speaking authentically, which for me is the 
is the best way to speaking success and to getting results uh, to build your audience and grow your business. I'm on a mission to show people that they can be themselves and a sensational speaker that inspires change and makes more sales. Now, obviously, there's a lot more to share on this, and that's why I've put together a live workshop for you if you've enjoyed this three-part series and you want to take it to the next level. And that's on the three-step formula for selling when you speak, where I go deeper. And this workshop is happening soon, and it is for you if you're a heart-centered author, coach, consultant, or online entrepreneur, and you feel like you're not able to have the impact or get the results you want because your voice and your message are not reaching or engaging your audience. So in the 60-minute free training, I'm going to be taking you through the ABC of creating powerful, authentic talks that sell without selling, which will help you increase your audience engagement on those webinars, podcasts, workshops, videos, and of course, on stage as well, when we get back on stage, so that you can get more sales, subscribers, followers, and speaking opportunities. Now, places are going to be limited, but uh, if you go now, you'll be, I think it's the first time I'm talking to people about it, so you'll be able to get your space uh, if you go over and sign up now at thespeakingclub.com slash masterclass. Okay, here are your takeaways. The secret credo for success in speaking, sales and marketing is make them stop, make them stay, make them watch, make them pay. And you can use hook stories to make people stop and stay, transformational stories to make them stay and watch, snackable stories in your teaching and overcoming objections to make them watch. And all of this combined with another transformational story will make them pay. Whoop! That is the end of this three-part series. And I hope you found them useful and much food for thought. And I really, really appreciate you choosing The Speaking Club. And if you did enjoy the show, I would love it if you'd take a few minutes to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcast. It is fabulous to get feedback and it helps people find the show. Don't forget, if you want to discover the three-step formula for selling when you speak, then go to speakingclub.com slash masterclass to book your space on the free live workshop. Well, I'm off to rub my skateboard up the wrong way. You take care, be safe, and don't forget to grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. Snackable stories are short, powerful, engaging, and very shareable. Because of that, they're great to use in Facebook Lives, podcasts, videos, keynotes, webinars, blogs, in fact, everywhere to share your message, build your audience, and grow your business. The trouble is that finding your snackable stories and confidently sharing them can feel like a struggle for many online entrepreneurs, authors, experts, and coaches, and that struggle can slow you down or stop you in your tracks. That's where my seven-day snackable story challenge comes in. Over the course of just seven days, I'm going to give you resources and training that will not only build your skills and confidence, but will get you a tangible result at the end and assets for you to use going forward. And the best bit is that all of it is completely free. To find out more, including if you meet the criteria to participate, then go to saraharcher.co.uk challenge right now.